Hello fellow listeners and welcome to the podcast. I'm quickly going to hijack the start of this podcast to let you know that this is the first one that I've marked as explicit. That's because this is with one of my closest friends and I have tried to blank out any sort of uh, French or anything that might be offensive in this podcast but I probably will have missed a few bits so just keep that in mind. This podcast was supposed to be about an hour long but we ended up rambling and rambling for close to three hours so I have had to cut loads of things out so apologies if it does sound a bit disjointed. Anyway we had just been to McDonald's because McDonald's is now open, the drive-thru anyway, and then we'd come to my garden uh, where we record this from a safe distance. So without further ado, let's get started. Okay, we're rolling. Hello and welcome to this podcast with me, your host, Drew, and today I have Oh, I'm here and I'm making a tea. Ignore me. Can't ignore you. You're, you're here now. So you need to introduce yourself. So basically, tell us um, your full name, your date of birth, your mum's maiden name. <laughs> <laughs> All and these what do you do for a living? Uh, I'm a neat. I live at home with my parents. <laughs> I don't <laughs> work. I'm not in education, employment or training. <laughs> neat. That's pretty neat, bro. Dude, that was actually an English term, but it got adopted by the Japanese, so they use the word more than here now. Oh, this is too cold. It's the point of a McFlurry, bro. Right, today, if we seem a little bit hyper, it's because this is the first time that we're, we're somewhat back to normality after lockdown. We just went to McDonald's. And I got kicked out for loitering in the car park. Mmm, <laughs> um, it's good McFlurry. What flavour did you get? Oreo. I wanted no sugar, and then I just instinctively opened two packs of sugar. <laughs> you didn't have to. Nah, but it's okay. It tastes way better. So, uh, I think it was the last episode we spoke to Saga. I think Saga mentioned the boys. The boys. And so basically, when we said the boys, Hiran is one of these people that we were referring to. I was in episode one, but people are well aware of my existence. Were you? I don't know. I guess it was episode zero. So. No, it was, it was episode two. Saga's not that important. <laughs> <laughs> I'm running out of friends. <laughs> what did you want to be when you were younger? Actually, just tell us a bit about, like, imagine what your Tinder bio is like, but like a bit longer. Girth it out a bit. <laughs> tell us your life story. Uh, so my Tinder bio would be like, I'm funny, I like going out, I love adventuring. And that. Yeah, but that's what you say to attract people. I don't know, I don't say anything to attract people. <laughs> I forgot I had sensitive teeth. <laughs> <laughs> oh. Just wait for it to melt and turn into a milkshake, bro. What primary school did you go? Dunfield. Yeah, but why are we telling the whole world, bro? Just go, this isn't part of the plan. Yeah, people need to know. People need to know the full story, innit? Yeah, I went to a nice primary school, which are predominantly Indian people. We first met at secondary school, didn't we? Yeah, that was a stupid encounter as well, from what I remember. <laughs> I, I apologise for some of the stuff that I did at secondary school, but now, working at a secondary school, I now know that everyone does fuck at secondary school. <laughs> I definitely peaked at secondary school. Well, in terms of I was trying to, No, just in terms of popularity. I think... Dude, we weren't popular. Don't kid yourself. I, I don't know about you, but don't I tried to get... Means. Man, I used to piss off so many people, that's how I got popular. Yeah, but did you hang out with any of them after school? No. So uh, were you really popular? People knew my name. <laughs> people knew my name uh, because my face was on the wall for being good at maths. I remember that. I learned some guy's name. There's this guy I was mates with. Mm-hmm. And like, he was a mutual friend. I didn't know what his name was. I couldn't remember for the life of me. And I remember seeing his face on the wall for, I think it was for being good at maths. And then an hour later, it was the end of school, and he asked me, oh, Hiran, how come you keep calling me man? Like, I'm, I'm like, hey man, what's up man? <laughs> he's like, do you even know my name? And I was like, yeah, it's Sanjay. And he's like, oh, okay, cool. And I only saw it like an hour earlier on the wall. So secondary school, I know I annoyed so many teachers, so many other kids as well. Yeah, I just tried to lay low. I was just like, mm. I don't really care. I've got a picture of you somewhere on my hard drive, looking yeah. really cool in Mr. Chelly's lab. You had those transition lenses. Oh, yeah, when I bought Maybe. those fake glasses, oh, that was sick. 
They didn't have any number on it. I just wanted glasses. Because everyone else in my family had glasses. It was just me didn't read enough. You just wanted the lens. <laughs> I just wanted the lens, bro. I thought they looked sick. Secondary school. I think I did alright at secondary school. How do you think you did? I did fine. I was happy with my grades. I think end of secondary school, yeah. start of A-levels is when we became good friends, like proper good. Yeah, that's when we just hung out every day. We had no one else. Well, I had no one else. Mm. I think yes, there were quite a few people from Sur Valley that went to QE. Yeah, there were. I don't know. Like, but, to be fair, Saga just sort of broke off and went with his own mates, innit? Yeah. The medicine, which is like a decent move by him, because if he's getting into medicine, you should hang out with the medicine. He needs one. good influences, it's, yeah. It's fine. It's understandable. To be fair, that's how I got good at maths. And like, I remember in primary school specifically, I used to talk with all the people who were good at maths and good at science. So I got really good at maths helps. and science. Do you think who you're around, who you choose as friends, influences your own character or do you think your own character is like predetermined yeah well it's not how someone you don't really choose who's your friend you sort of like go to loads of people talk to them and then pick people you're gonna hang around that's like who you choose to keep as friends like close friends like you can be friends with everyone hmm. but who you choose to spend your most time with it's not about like choosing to be friends or not friends it's not that cut and dry yeah but do you think okay so if you're the people that you talk to and you're close friends with yeah do you think they influence your character yeah because um you kind of have to like bounce your opinions off them to get a second opinion and they're the second opinion that's immediately available so that's their true. weight is quite heavy yeah mm, that's true if you ask them for advice or for whatever <clears throat> an opinion on anything if they say yeah that's good then you're more likely to do it i guess yeah your social circles accepting of it therefore is an accepted act yeah, yeah. So get into, like, a i guess that's why child marriages are still a good thing how under-minded nipped it in the bud when i was 10 Go to India, there's bear, you know, from the gam. <laughs> they'll give you cows as dowry. They'll be like, yeah, take these cows, they'll give you okay, loads well, of milk. What am I supposed to do with a cow? Give me some chickens instead, they're easier to transport back yeah. in. That was worth the 20 minute wait. <laughs> How do you feel you did at A levels? I did alright. I got my A in maths, so I was happy with that. Did you do further? I did the first year further. I regret not doing the second year, 100%. I should have done it. You got your A first year. You would yeah. have easily got... Like, I got accepted similar. into the second year. If I got a B, which is what I got, I was only like a couple of points off an A. So they were like, yeah, you can go into the second year if you want. But I remember hearing from someone that you don't need to finish your A level in math or do the second year further maths to get into an engineering degree. Yeah. So I was like, well, if I don't need it for engineering degree, why am I doing it? Basically, why did it happen? I took a year break from maths and then went to engineering and then engineering maths went so quickly it was like they just show you something once and you're supposed to know it by like mm. tomorrow it's not happening at that rate i felt like that first year physics there's a lot of like math stuff in that as well yeah. and they're going over differentials and i got a d in maths so I, was, <laughs> <laughs> I took the l and i was thinking yeah this is Dude, how'd you get a d in maths though man what the f- happened partially it was the teacher i i didn't think she was very helpful like i definitely fell behind because of that teacher. dude they all predicted me d's for maths <clears throat> yeah, I pulled out in the exam. It was so stupid. I asked them, what did you predict me afterwards? And they're like, oh, you know, this and that. And I was like, you predicted me deep. So, you know, currently, the current situation, the school that I used to, that I'm working at, any sort of in-class tests they did, like, probably it doesn't work for A-level because we didn't really do tests yeah. during A-level. But, you know, like in science, you do the, every topic, you do a test at the end of the topic, yeah? Yeah. <clears throat> Whatever your average of that is, that's what they predict you. The through. average? Yeah. You need to take into consideration like lowest and highest. What if they miss an exam? They don't, well, they haven't taken that into consideration. Mm-hmm. And if you, if the teacher thinks that they are capable of achieving higher or lower, then if it goes higher by more than a grade, so if they're averaging a five and you put down a six, that's fine. Yeah. If you put down a seven, yeah, then you have to explain yourself. You have to give a you have good to, reason. Yeah, you have to give a valid reason as to why you think they would get a seven in their exam. When I was a kid, I didn't do well in coursework or in class tests. You know how we were in oh, science. I hated coursework, man. Dude, I still remember when we had that exam, which was like it was actually a graded thing that was going to be graded externally based on that experiment we did in class. Yeah, and then. Halfway through the test, right? We're all silent. You just get up and go, stuck on number four. <laughs> and he just writes the answer on the board for everyone to see. And we're like, what the then Arjun gets up and stuck on this page. <laughs> he just starts writing every answer on the board. <laughs> this is the answer. Because he knows he didn't teach it, or he didn't teach it properly. So before, bad, before bad. like 50% of the class ask him what's going on, he's just going to give you the answer. Dude, get we, on with the that. whole class failed basically a grade. Right, like our class. We were supposed One to One full exam, innit? Yeah. The whole class, like, 
every other every test i think it was out of six i got a's and b's on most of them and then that one test I yeah got a we C. all got like c's mm. and it was really dumb and then like only like three students got actually decent grades because they just self-studied loads mm. well they went on to do like medicine and dentistry and so it's like no it's expected right you say that now so i've i've gone back to saw valley since then and i have since found out that this science teacher that we're talking about at the time he was struggling with alcoholism it's not um, my problem, he didn't teach me shit, man. Do you... <laughs> <laughs> he didn't teach, but no. Does that make you feel a little bit of sympathy to I it? feel no sympathy for people. I don't care. One of his mate teachers told me that after school, he used to go home and have a drink, and he used to invite this other teacher. He's like, yeah. yeah, do you want to come back to mine, or do you want to go to the pub? Every day after school. Oh, come on, we weren't that bad, I know. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, you were. Half the time we used to hide around corners and try to scare him. That was good. That was good stuff, man. You can't spill me out like this. We never got him, though. There was one lesson. I got really pissed off. For 20 minutes of the lesson, he was talking to someone and not doing anything, just on his computer. We were talking amongst each other for 20 minutes. And he just told someone to hand out the textbooks. And he's like, yeah, just read this page. Every lesson it was yellow box questions, innit? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Every lesson it was... I never did them. I just couldn't be asked. It was like, there's no point. I did the alternative thing um, where I, I did them all half-heartedly and then I said, finished. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I just powered through them in like five minutes. I'm like, yep, finished. Because then I knew he'd have to check them. I actually, I once went to the head of science, Mr. Yeah. And I said, listen, I'm, I don't think I'm being challenged enough. I'm wasting my time in science lessons. Can you move me to another yeah. teacher? And I think he was trying to back up Mr. But he kind of knew that he was going through so he's like, well, the only way we can actually do that is if you move form. <clears throat> yeah. Because it's, it's like a half thing, isn't it? It was like the yeah, yeah, yeah. whatever, the first half had science at the same time and the second mm. half had, like, top set all had Mr. G set two had whoever else. So he's like, you can go to the other top set, but then you have to move halves. So I left it, but it was annoying. I remember the first time that I was in his lesson, I was like a few rows back. And I'm like, so I want to sit at the front and... And then I just used to bully him. <laughs> I remember for a while, me, you, and Arjun used to sit at the front. Yeah, <clears throat> you were on that edge in the corner. Yeah, I remember it like weird when we met. Because what I remember happening was, I was in science class, I was sitting in some random spot. And then you, Arjun, and someone else were sitting at the front, right? And then I don't know what happened. Yeah. Someone else muscled the way in and kicked Arjun out of that table. <laughs> and then Arjun came and sat near me and we became friends. Yeah. And then... And then you two moved back to the front. Yeah, then we moved back to the front afterwards. I think you got abandoned. Or like me and me and Arjun just muscled up those two or some shit. I, don't know. <laughs> I think definitely. So moved back to the front. That was... I tried to, I remember the first lesson out of Gujarati classes at primary school. I forgot to go. I didn't even know they were happening. <laughs> so, like, my mum called in. She told me in the morning, here, and after school, you're going to go to this class over here. And I was like, all right, cool. School ended, and I just went home. Well, I went out to chill with some people. Was it straight after school? Straight after, yeah. yeah so, like, it was in the same place as well. It was just one of the rooms there. Mm. And then everyone went to go play football. So, I was like, oh, cool. So, I went to go play some games. And, and then I find my mum walking around, and she's like, here, where were you? What are you doing? <laughs> <laughs> and I was like, oh, I'm playing games, what's up? And she's like, you're supposed to go to Gujarati class, what are you doing? And I was like, oh, sh**. Dude, the only reason I went there was because all my mates were doing Gujarati class. And then I was like, oh, I want to try it. So I went there, and then that guy immediately quit. The other guy? Yeah, the yeah. other guy just left. And I was like, what the f***? So I tried to make some new friends. And I was like, this is boring. So I did it for like one term. I didn't, yeah. still, I didn't even learn the alphabet. I was there for like a whole term. <laughs> well, the thing is, if you copy it, you don't really actually learn it. Yeah, I was it. like, I don't understand what the hell I'm copying. I'm looking yeah. at this symbol and putting it down. It doesn't mean anything to me. Exactly. If you copy it, it doesn't make sense anyway. <laughs> right then, after Sandfield and Saw Valley and Kiwi, we went separate ways, sad times. Uh, I don't know if you remember this, but it's one of my memorable moments of being at college. <clears throat> I had to stay behind to find something about my IT coursework, so it must have been first year. And did you do IT in college? Yeah, first year I did. Why? IT, man, that's the future. Come on, you know it is. <laughs> what are you learning there? How to do Excel and what? Excel, PowerPoint, um, Jesus, Publisher. <laughs> um, I learned how to make posters. Um, <laughs> it's like a mixture of business and IT. So I had to talk to the teacher after school and it was like a really cold winter's day. So by the time it was five o'clock, it was already dark. Yeah. 
And then you and Arjun were calling me while I was waiting for this person, and then I, I either declined or waited, and then I texted saying I'm still, yeah. I'm still in the IT room. I think it was called B Block or something. So I said okay. I'm still in there. And then you guys did the nicest thing ever. You were already on the bus. You know where the the far bus stop is, like near the pub. Oh yeah. So you must have got on there. Then you got off at the near stop near the near QE. <laughs> yeah. And then you came up to the IT block and then we walked down to the bus stop together and then there was no bus for like an hour. So we were freezing. <laughs> we were just sat at the bus stop yeah. just talking and in the freezing cold. And I was like, Thanks guys. <laughs> this means a lot. You would have left us, man. That's what it means. That's what it means. If you find that appreciated, it means you wouldn't have done that for us. <laughs> I would have gone home, mate. It was dark. It was Cold. But to be fair, because it's me and Arjun, it was two of us, it wasn't that bad. If it was just like me on my own, I'd probably be like, ah. Yeah. Actually, I probably would have waited. I would have just been like, whatever, it's not going to be that long. I'll come in the building mm. with you and just chill inside. Yeah, yeah, but then we waited for the bus. It was a good hour, I think. We considered walking to town, but then we just... I hated taking buses in the morning. You know, because I moved. I used to be further along the bus route, so I had to get the bus earlier. Mm. But I'd get it when it's empty. Yeah. And then I moved to like the sort of closer by but mm. the bus was already full by the time I got there I get like the third or fourth bus that came off it's nah. so daft I still have to I'd have to get up even earlier because I moved closer to get a bus that's empty yeah so that was that was a really good situation that yeah. I remember quite vividly oh yeah how many teachers did you have that you were like these teachers were great like beyond exceptional I have one that I know of in my primary school and that's the only guy I've ever met who was like good one primary school teacher that I still think of yeah. Um, primary school teachers were better than secondary school. Secondary school was good. Yeah, but the thing is, at primary school, if you learned your times tables, you were a god. Yeah. <laughs> if you knew your 12 times tables, if you didn't f up your 7 and 8 times tables, <laughs> yeah, you, you were a legend. Yeah. <laughs> they have to teach you like 12 divided by 4 and how to read the time. But the thing is, you have like the same class all day, so you kind of get a bit more nicer to the class. You know, you understand them a bit more. And the teachers have more time with you, I think. Yeah, that, well, that, yeah, that's the point I'm trying to make. Like, it's the same teacher, isn't it, most of the time. Yeah. But at secondary, well, for me, I feel like I got close to my kids before I left. Uh, <laughs> what? Oh, not in a bad way, but like, I think they appreciated me before I left. I hope they did. Probably. Two of them gave me a card, so... At least two people out of like 500. <laughs> two people are polite. It doesn't mean that they're like. Mm, true. Their parents probably said, give them a card. Yeah. Yeah. I don't think I ever did nice anything nice for my teacher. Actually, that teacher that I liked in primary school, I remember one lesson he mentioned like, oh, I like those. You know, there's a, uh, you wouldn't know, you're allergic to nuts. It's like these almonds you get, the sugar coated. Sugar coated almonds. Yeah. I know exactly what they are. Wait, you've never tried them. I have. How? Oh, wait. I was in year four and that's how I found out I had a nut allergy. <laughs> <laughs> I was throwing up all over the classroom. <laughs> oh man. Oh yes, I remember this teacher mentioned it once in a lesson and then like months later it was like his birthday or like the end of the year or some shit. And then yeah. I was like, oh, I got you a bag of these uh, sugar almonds. He's like, here, now do you know I like these? And I was like, you mentioned it once in class, like, months ago. <laughs> Did he give you a hug? I don't know, he seemed a bit like teary, I knew, you know? You remembered. <laughs> yeah. I was like, yeah, it's cool, man, see it. <laughs> Yeah, okay, bye. <laughs> I don't know, I'm a kid, what was this to say in this situation? Give him a hug, hug his leg. I ain't hugging shit, man. Okay, <laughs> yeah, that. Yeah, that's the height when you're like, I don't want to be hugging people at this height, you know what I mean? Because your face just ends up in there constantly. It's like, nah, Wait, hey, you were like 10. Right then, let's get on to uni. College was alright. I wasted my time. I did alright first year and second year. I actually spoke about this on my previous podcast. Hint, hint. Before you went to uni, did you drink? Not like properly. Even at uni, I didn't drink though. Like, Same. 100%. Like the mate, the mates I've made didn't drink. So it was like, oh, well, I'm not going to drink then, I guess. Because yeah. my friends are right. They don't do that for fun. And definitely first and second year, I never used to drink. Like, I probably tried it. I still don't drink that much. It's only when we like go out or like once a month we have a drink. So it's even less than that. It's like a night out or something, isn't it? <laughs> we do like a night out like three times a year. What's the shit for people's birthdays? Yeah. <laughs> Other than that, we don't really do anything. Actually, I could have sold a cigarette for £2 that night, but I didn't. It's good. I should have. You shouldn't smoke. Yeah, but I should sell them to people who do. Oh, did you know it's illegal to sell single cigarettes? I never did this thing. <laughs> that's that's how, what's his name, got shot. Yeah. Eric Garner? 
How did he get shot for selling a single cigarette? Something like that. Sounds like there's more to it than him just selling single cigarettes. I think it's something related to Bro, this all the corner shops around here sell single cigarettes to like secondary school kids. I'm not even joking. That's bad. I've heard so many stories of people going, yeah, we just go to the corner shop and then once he gets to know us, we'll just be like, give us a single and he sells for 50p. Well, yeah. yeah. I remember there's someone that has betrayed my trust. I, I still don't forgive them, but I probably will forgive Is them. Is it me? No. Oh, okay. <laughs> Probably. <laughs> you wouldn't be here if I didn't trust you. I, I guess. Yeah, this was secondary school. Every German lesson, we used to have German period five. Yeah. And he used to sit next to me. We were good mates. And every lesson, he used to smell like smoke. And it used to be like really bad. Like yeah. I used to start coughing and stuff because I had asthma at the time. Yeah. And so I was like, spray some deodorant or something. And I asked him, I said, do you smoke? He's like, no, I don't, but I just hang around with... Oh, yeah. Yeah, and he used to smoke, in it. And then one day, I'm doing laps of the Sovali playground. Okay. I'm just walking around trying to look for you or Arjun or someone. Yeah. And then uh, I see him behind the gate. I see him and both smoking. You okay. And then I had one look at him, and I think he knew that he'd betrayed me as well. And then the next lesson, in German, I didn't sit next to him, and people were like, oh, he's fell out with because we used to be good mates. Yeah. And I'm like, damn right we have. <laughs> Dude, that's trust, not a betrayal bro. of trust, man. Come he on. did betray me, because he said no, that's, that's the definition of a lie. People like, it's like, you're not going to expect someone to tell the truth about that, now, are you? Yeah, but like, it was a big deal to me because he um, said he didn't. <laughs> Dude, that's a petty betrayal of trust, man. Do you remember? I've had I don't some know proper people betray me, bro. Like, not like that level. Which is why I have a problem with you smoking. Yeah, f*** you, man. <laughs> Can't stop me. I was thinking about this. One of the things I value about our friendship is that we don't impose our own like rules on each other. And then here you are, breaking yeah, That's that the only... I don't mind anything else, but smoking's like proven to kill you. And you know, I've, I don't know if I've told you, I probably have. Two of my uncles have died because they used to smoke. Oh yeah. They got lung cancer. Yeah, it happens. And directly as a result of smoking. It happens is what I said. Yeah, but I'm not, I'll stop when I feel like it. And I don't feel <laughs> like it because I enjoy it. Wait, I, I enjoy do you smoking. know you're not going to stop now? I enjoy smoking. But, that's like, it. It's fun. You do enjoy it, but that's the thing. It's addictive, isn't it? So you, I don't think you will. Yeah, but I do move. I'm not like always on cigarettes. Only on a night out, I'll get those because it's like a limiter. What about today? I'm a vape. In the McDonald's car park. Oh yeah, I had that. Ro- I've switched to rolling tobacco now. Mostly because it's so hard to get vape fluid on lockdown. Because I can't find oh, it anywhere. Oh, you can't get vape fluid. I can't, man. The f- shop's oh, closed and no. I can't order it to my house. I was such a good boy. Oh, yeah. I used to wake up at six, half six, mm. in during uni. So what was your uni experience like? No more than 10,000 words. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I can limit myself to that. I don't know. I stayed in. I played games. I made friends with people who just played games all day. Like, I fell behind on studying a little bit and then it moved so fast. Forward that is like it's hard to catch up. Was these like PC gamer buddies? I don't know. I think you might have met some of these people, but I made friends with the wrong people as well. Yeah, what happened with them is more a betrayal of trust than what. I don't know. I've always been like gullible growing up, so I was always people say one thing and then I just believe them and it's never true. So if someone betrays your trust once, mm-hmm. but they haven't up until that point. Would you still be friends with him? Depends to the degree, honestly. It's not like, again, it's not cut and dry. If someone lies to me about, I tell them, oh, when was the last time you tripped over? They're like, oh, when I was a kid. And I see them, I see them <laughs> you, you know, yeah, they're just like, if they're trying to just like not be embarrassed, That's I guess, fine. Yeah. it's fine. But if I ask them like a serious question and they stop bull****, hmm. and it's like, ah. But if they're good mates up until that, they've never lied up to you up until then. You just be doubtful. Dude, yeah, I mean, I've been reading the story, it's called Liar Game. And that's got a, like a character who's just really gullible at the start and then eventually learns how to like deal with people who are lying to them all the time and stuff. Mm. So this other character basically tells them like being gullible and just blindly trusting people is you being indifferent, like not caring about the person because you're not trying to figure out if they're a good person or not. You're just going to be like, I'll assume they're good until they do something bad. Mm. You know, you leave yourself weak and it's like, it's not, it's just you not trying. You know what I mean? But there's a difference between saying yes to stuff and being gullible. Because sometimes you say yes because... No, gullible is like being tricked by people. So someone says, like this one happens a lot. Let's say you're going to a party. Eventually someone's like, oh, it's been cancelled. But then you find out they're going anyway. Oh. Yeah, they just cancelled you. They They just told you. you. Yeah, they just told you not to go. Okay, that hurts. Would you confront them? No, I wouldn't. wouldn't. Would you talk to them again? Yeah. 
I'm not going to take anything they say seriously. I don't know if I have a, a harsher approach than you in that case. If someone betrays me, then I'm just going to... But you lose everything. The thing is, like, once you cut off the whole relationship, you lose everything. Like, if the opportunity arises, I'll take it. But I'm not going to sit around, like, trying to make those opportunities arise. Yeah. And if the opportunities die out, I'm not going to care either way. Like, it's that's me just being indifferent about it. Like, I'm not going to be too emotionally invested within it. Yeah, but, if it happens or not, it doesn't Yeah, matter. it's yeah. like... You know, if you're running a business and you got someone who's like, they've not essentially betrayed you in the terms that you lost money, but you've not got the best relationship with some guy. But if an opportunity presents itself, you should take it. There's no reason not to. You know, if it's mutually beneficial, take it. If it's not, if it's one-sided mm-hmm. beneficial, then why are you taking it? When the times are good, they're good, innit? It's good fun. So I guess you don't want to get rid of that. So you just kind of play along. Yeah, I mean, it is a bit of a fast. It's a bit of a compromise. I guess you need that in a successful relationship. I remember you were showing off your, this is one thing that sticks out, you were showing off your art folder too. I should probably ask to see it. I don't remember liking her though. Yeah, you do. Do I? We, I think we used to sit next to each other or near each other. Yeah. And she, I think she did ask to see your folder. Yeah, so I showed her. You showed her and the next lesson you're like, dude, I like Probably. <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm kidding. I was a kid, I don't know about this. I was like, I like this person. I like that person. <laughs> Yeah, I remember in primary school, right? Because there's actually a girl I liked and everyone knew. Even that girl knew. But then, like, she just started taking advantage of the situation, innit? And it was really pissing me off. Like, she'd constantly ask me for money. And I was a 10-year-old kid, so I was like, okay, yeah, have some money or whatever. She'd be like, I'll give me your lunch or whatever. I've got mine, so I'll give her stuff. And then eventually, it was just like, this is bull****. And uh, she, I saw her with some other guy afterwards, and I was like, all right, great. I'm, like, heartbroken at this point. Why Yeah. So then I just stopped trusting girls altogether. And then we got to secondary school. There, she told all the girls, like, oh, Hiran liked me and stuff. And I was like, okay, cool. So all the girls were just like, oh, Hiran had a little uh, love thing with her. Did you do anything to show her your love? No, no, I just went, I like you. She went, all right, cool. Is that it? Shit. You didn't write her a Valentine's No, day. I know where it started. We were, I was walking, remember? And we were chilling. It was after school. And he's like, oh, here, and is anyone you like? I told them, oh, yeah, I like. And they were like, oh, shit, you like mm-hmm. And I answered honestly. And they were just like taking the piss, obviously. She was actually nice to me. She was one of the first people that I talked to. And she was like, nice to me. The rest of the people just like kind of in primary school. She was one of the more outspoken ones, innit? Yeah. Like she was not the class clown, but she stuck up for people. Yeah. yeah. So I thought like, oh, I like this person. She's nice. And it was just so dumb. And then the teachers caught wind of it. And the teachers were like taking the out of it as well. It's not that I want them to be happy for me. Okay? I just don't want them to get in the fucking way. Yeah, That's literally no. it. And every single person got in the way. My own parents got in the way. Everybody I knew just went, you're stupid. It's a little bit patronising. Yeah, it was so dumb. And then for like years, I was like, yeah, I'm just not involving myself with any girl ever. Oh, uh, like, that traumatised you. Yeah, it was like, there was no point because I didn't see one person being happy for me. And to be fair, I was like immature, so I don't know if it was immature, but I just didn't know that sort of going on at that time. Some people that I've met, they've said that they've had relationships in secondary school. Yeah. And I was thinking that was nowhere near mature enough, not even like properly interested in girls at that point. Have you ever done any cringy stuff to try and impress women? Not that I can remember. Oh, I've I've done some cringy stuff to try and impress people before, but not like specifically women. What did you do? There's one time in India, there was like an ice cream eating contest. Right, so I went with my, my cousin and my brother, he's really cool, mm. but there's like an ice cream eating competition where they give you free ice cream and you eat it, and if you can eat it in under a minute, um, they give you a free, like, five free ice creams, so there's like a group of six, five of us, Yeah. so if this person could eat it, they'd get five free ice creams, so I was like, I stuffed one my face full of ice cream, right, and I was like, oh, so close, so close, I'll try again, so I did a second, like, giant scoop of ice cream, my face hurt so f***ing bad, the next day, like, all my jaw, everything was just killing because of ice cream. Did you manage to finish it? No, I didn't oh, finish it. I didn't, it was, yeah. I didn't even finish it. I just had to leave because like, my face hurt too much. <laughs> <laughs> it wasn't even brain freeze at that point. My jaw was cold. Oh shit. no. <laughs> That's a lot of And it's like you couldn't lift up the ice cream and just do this. You had to use this little spoon thing. Oh, the little they, wooden one. Yeah, they give you like this wooden stick to eat it with. And I'm like, what the f am I supposed to eat? Oh man, that's jokes. So, do you want to know some of the cringy stuff I've done? To impress girls? Yeah. Well, what have you done? Did I tell you about those metal roses that I used to make with the Coke cans? 
No. Uh, actually, I've done. That just reminded me of another cringy thing I did. I used to go for walks and runs. I think this must have been first or second year of uni, actually, because um, that's when me and Saga started running together. So I was like, I had the perfect excuse. I told my parents I'm going for a walk, like really early in the morning, like six o'clock. Yeah, okay. <laughs> and like the previous weeks leading up to that, I had thought about it and I was going for walks around like in the morning. Okay. Not that I wanted to. And then it was this girl's birthday. I made a rose out of a Coke can, went to a house, it's like a 20-30 minute walk, <laughs> and left it on her doorstep, came back home, I left a note as well, I left a note saying something like, to the prettiest lady I've ever seen, something like that. Jesus Christ, that's cringy. <laughs> Stop, alright, I know. It gets worse, man. Okay, okay, keep going. A couple of months later, I found out her parents sent her to India to get married. <laughs> I think I'm responsible for a f***ing arranged marriage or something. <laughs> no, no, you're not. Uh, I don't know if that was demons, The second thing I, I remember is, it's not too cringy actually, I just gave this, a similar rose to someone near Valentine's Day, mm -hmm. and then they sent me a, a message on Facebook saying, I'm really sorry but I'm taken or something like that, I'm okay. seeing someone. Yeah, so right. that was, yeah, that was right. And then the third, I think this is the only other really cringy thing I've done to try and win someone over. Yeah. I wrote someone a love letter. Mm -hmm. This was at uni. And I got my finest notepad. Do you remember the Oxford notepad? Oh, yeah, the 90 the, gram GSM. It was more than that. It was like 120 GSM oh, paper. It? it was thick paper. And I wrote like a couple of paragraphs. I forgot what I wrote, but it was like, I probably said to the prettiest lady I've ever seen again. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah, you're just not giving away their names. So mm. Fair enough. Right then, I've got some questions to ask. Okay, I'm going to move on with the questions because we got distracted. Less depressing topics. What did you want to be when you were younger? Oh, sake. <laughs> More depressing <laughs> topics. <laughs> oh, I wanted right. to be an inventor when I was younger. Just yeah. like James Dyson. I don't know if it was like James Dyson or something. I just wanted to invent stuff. I just wanted to spend my whole time solving problems. That was like, I invented one where it was like, I got a home telephone, but it runs on a SIM card instead of like a home telephone landline. Then I thought about this afterwards and I was like, this doesn't solve everything. I've just got, I've just got a mobile phone and turned it into an immobile phone. Yeah. That's literally what I've done. <laughs> okay, an inventor. Right, what's one thing no one would guess about you? Oh no, I'm actually a No, the people would guess that. <laughs> <laughs> I've got one. Uh, you built your own computer. I guess that's kind of not something you guess. If they know I play games, they kind of know I'm into computers. They're kind of like, maybe you built his own computer. Like, I would have expected you to build your own computer by now. But you live on laptops, so it's like... It's, I think my laptops are right. I, I upgraded the SSD. If that they, they are convenient. I'm not knocking laptops at all. I think they are great because mm. they're good. You get everything all in one package, like speaker, camera, web... Like, my, camera, my computer doesn't have a webcam. Like, mm. I don't have a CD drive, but I bought my... What people wouldn't guess about you? Me? Yeah, you have to answer the question as well. I don't know, people probably wouldn't, if I just met them, they probably wouldn't think I was a teacher. Yeah. In yeah, charge yeah. of kids. I mean, like, it's hard like to kids. guess someone's a teacher anyway, because it's not like the first profession that comes yeah. to mind. Yeah, I guess people wouldn't guess normal. Because we know ourselves, it's hard to be like, what would other people not know about us? It's like, I don't know other people, I know me. I know. So. Some people probably wouldn't have guessed that I've got a foot-long wiener. Wow. <laughs> yeah, considering you're Asian. You know, like, you go out um, on Tinder and stuff and go to talk all these girls, and you know you're saying that like, you tried to do all this shit to, like, court girls or whatever. Yeah. Mel, uh, cook cameras. What made you go and want to do that? Because I just don't feel the inclination to go and do anything of that nature. I just don't see it being successful. Oh, yeah, I guess not putting in the effort, yeah. I, I don't know. It's, I, maybe I don't see it being successful. I'm not 100% sure why I don't do it, but why do you do it? Yeah, there out. are certain things that I've done in my life simply because it makes me feel scared or it makes puts me out of my comfort zone or, oh, okay. like... Uh, what's the word I'm looking for? I'm a little bit of a, a chaotic... Neutral? There's neutral, there's chaotic good, chaotic neutral. I think I'm chaotic good. So I just want to do stuff and see what happens. I don't know, I just see it as being so risky because like my whole friend's social circle broke down in primary school. If you've got nothing to lose, that has also been one of the deciding factors where I'm like, I've got nothing to lose. If I do it and they say no, I'm no, in no worse position. If I do it and say, yeah, then, okay, I'm experiencing something new or, you know, I'm getting to know someone. If it, if I did have a lot to lose, all the people that I've, like, tried to talk to, 
And I haven't known them before. In my eyes, I'm thinking there's 7 billion people on the planet. Yeah. Half of them are women. About half of them are half of the women. right age. Mm-hmm. <laughs> They're within so, range. I did used to be in a position where I was like, oh, I hope someone will like me, that sort of thing. Yeah. But now I'm the opposite. I'm like, I oh, better make sure I pick the right person. Do you not just get curious? Like, if I say to this girl, hey... I like you. I've got feelings for you. Do you think... Do you want to go on a date? Or do you want to go for a walk? The thing is with me, I just don't have feelings about any other person. Does that make sense? Like, I don't see a person go, I wonder what they're thinking. Like, that never crosses my mind. Like, I just don't... You just concentrate yeah. on yourself. Isn't, I don't know if it's concentrate on myself, but I'm just... Yeah, I'm one of those more interested in things than people type person. But it's like, whenever I see a person, I'm like, yeah, I just don't want to interact with that guy. Mm. I'm just staying away. I don't care who they are. It's like, I don't want to know. So I think that just sort of carried over to everything. Like, even if I'm in a room full of just, like, normal guys, right? Mm. Unless it's someone who's, like, a mutual acquaintance. So unless it's like, if I'm in a room with you and you know someone, I'll go talk to that person. I'm like, oh, Drew knows him. Okay, he's a safe mm. person. Yeah. Whereas if it's, like, a room full of randos, it's just like, I bottle up. I just go sit in a corner by myself. I'll cry, and that's literally it. I, yeah, I think I do that. It takes me a while to open up to people, mm. but like once you know them, then it's fine, isn't it? If you don't know anyone, you just kind of stay back and see what the rest of the situation is like. And then you got to realise women are people too. All humans matter. I don't know if they're people. Most of the time they are. I remember, you know when we went out in London? Yeah. I asked you to go dance with a girl or say something, just start dancing or... Yeah. Say something like, tell that it. girl that she's got a nice dress. And I showed you how to do it. I went up to her and I just, I was like dancing near her. And then I said, wow, I like your dress. And, and then I walked back. Yeah. Why would you not do that? I don't know. I've never met her since. Nothing bad happened. You know, she didn't stab me. She didn't. What's stopping you from trying it? it especially the only reason I did it is because I knew I'd never see them again. And I haven't. Yeah. <laughs> Literally, I don't know who they were. I don't know. I don't really understand why as well. It's just sort of like. Mostly feels like fear. I think it's the same type of thing I feel. It feels like standing at a cliff edge for some reason where it's like, I don't know what's going to happen after this point. Yeah. But I'm not 100% sure why. Does the, feel does like the scariness it. not turn you on? Not really. Oh, I Dude, I hate, roller co- I hate roller coasters. <laughs> if anyone tells me to go on a roller coaster, I'll reluctantly go on it. I won't scream. I'll sit silently through the whole thing, get off and be like, why the fuck did I do this? Close your eyes, isn't it? Yeah, you literally. Just, just be closing my eyes for like... 10 minutes. It's, uh, I don't know. The only one I've ever liked was that roller coaster air at Alton Towers because that wasn't really like scary, it's more just you flying around. It's quite slow, isn't yeah, it? Yeah, it's slow, yeah. it's all like swooping, and I was like, oh, that was quite cool. Mm, but I feel like sometimes, even when you're drunk, you just you just sit in the corner. Yeah, it's just that's what I like to do. Like, I don't like talking to people. Jeez. Difficult. You like talking to me. Yeah, but with you, it's different because at least like I can predict what you're going to say half the time. You know, it's not like. I guess, yeah. Because I, I know you, I could be like, oh, he's probably going to say something wrong this He's got this opinion, yeah. yeah. I just uh, don't share my opinions with people anymore. It's not worth it. Like, I've had more detrimental wish... things happening, sharing my opinions with people, than good things happen. Hmm. Well, at least I remember the detrimental ones more. Cause it's, I think that's a problem with society, and it's, it's happened with people I know. It's happened in my family where if you say, tell someone that they're wrong or they shouldn't do this, they're going to do it anyway, but they're just going to do it, like, hidden away sort of thing. If you don't share the same opinion with someone, on them is not going to make them change their mind, is yeah, it? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Faith it reinforces it. What are you currently working on? Uh, nothing at the moment. Fair enough. All right, this is a proper change of tone. What's the happiest you've ever been? Uh, when I got my PS2. When did you get that? Long I time. was like, I think it was... Was it year six? Probably. It probably was. At the end of primary school I got it. That was the happiest I ever was, by far. Yeah. Primary school was good. And like, year seven and It was easy to be happy then. Because you didn't know... For one, you didn't know sadness. And you have your parents all day working to make you happy. And the smallest thing will make you happy as well. No responsibilities as well, innit? Yeah, well, I still have no responsibilities. It's not (laughs) exchanged. But you kind of, like, do certain things, like help your dad and whatever. You say that. (laughs) (laughs) I mean, like, I saw a turn up. I'm trying to turn up and learn more now, like... So, if you think that you were happiest at year six sort of time, do you think before that you were in... Around that time, would you say you were interested in women? Or, like, had that notion of one day I'll get married or that sort of thing? year six. Yeah, actually, I did. I remember talking to a... 
uh, I had a conversation with them, they're like, oh, um, where are you going to get your girlfriend from? Are you going to pick someone from here, from India? I was like, I don't know. I was like, I don't mind getting someone from India. And they look down on me so much for mm. having that opinion. I'm like, what's wrong? Almost everyone's parents had one parent from India and one parent yeah. from here. It was standard. Like, yeah. yeah, and it's like, why are you guys judging that as a bad thing? You've all grown up in that environment. We're all doing relatively fine, I guess. Mm. Yeah, nothing's gone wrong. Like, all the relationships I've seen of people who have both got together in the UK has been totally different. I don't see a bad thing in from here. I, I confirmed it when I went to a casino once. I was in the smoking area, chilling, and this guy came up to have a conversation with me. Oh, you're a tall lad, what are you doing? And all this kind of stuff. Mm. Oh, I had to talk with him. He was a taxi driver, so he was just chatting people up. And um, I was talking to him, he was like, you know, you got a girlfriend? I was like, no, I haven't got one. He was like, oh, how come? And I was like, I have just, I don't know, not had a chance. He's like, would you get a girl from India? And I was like, I don't know, man. But maybe. Mm. He's like, why are you looking down on it? He's like, he's got his wife from India and they've been happily married for six years. They've got kids, no arguments, yeah. no problems. You know, everyone knows their role and plays their part in the team. Generally, I think the relationship and the whole like team dynamic type thing works where there's mm. one guy... It's not that one guy goes out and earns all the money, but they have their roles within, like, this guy does mm. this, this person does that, that person does that. you got to sort that out, innit? Like, yeah. just communicate and think about who does what. That's the thing. Just don't step on anyone's toes. Yeah, and it's like, you got to be a bit submissive. Like, you can't win everything your way. You can't dump everything on the other person, mm. you know? But um, when you get to, like, these arranged sort of marriages, where one person's clearly at a disadvantage in this. Right. Yeah, like the person has had to come over to the UK and leave all their family. They've got like yeah. they've only got you, so they kind of depend. But that makes the relationship go easier. To be fair, hmm. So I oh. think it was the incident, you know, the way people treated you, or the way people, yeah, hundred percent, the like, whole incident, how it was handled by loads of different people. I I was not happy, and it was just like I don't want to go anything similar like that again. I assume every time I go to like talk to a girl, it'll be like that. Mm. The people that were telling you stuff or pairing you up, they were like 20, 30 years older than you. Were like so they were like the teachers, it. they were like hmm. the students, my parents as well. I have the firm opinion that that kind of like love and whatever should be normalized. Like if I am lucky enough to have kids and they ask me where babies come from, I'm not going to say there's a cupboard in the hospital where you go and pick one from. That's what my parents told me. Oh, I, I don't think I ever asked. I was just never interested. Like I never asked. <laughs> I think I kind of knew. Yeah, they're in the tummy, and then they get out the tummy. I don't know how they got in there, how they got out there, but I knew that was the point. <laughs> of course, like a water bomb. <laughs> yeah, it was like it's in the tummy, then it's not in the tummy after. I assume everyone was by C-section. They all just get cut out. Cut out. I thought that's what it was. So I was like, all right, cool. Sex education is quite important, but also how my parents treated each other does and reflect on me. I think that is kind of what I think relationships should be like. Because obviously, that's the only relationship you know, isn't it? Yeah. Growing up. Well, that's so. the only one you have, like, a close sort of look at. Yeah. The one that you're around. The one that you think is normal. Yeah. Because yeah. that's whatever you see all the time. I don't know if this helps, but my bit of advice is that, obviously, I know you know this, but everyone's different. Yeah. People I've met that I get along with really well. People that I've met that I find really awkward. Like, even after maybe, like, two, three dates, I'm like, yeah, this is still awkward. Yeah. And there's people that you get on with straight away, so... To be honest, I think it was the... It was partly the teachers and whoever else's fault for, like, picking on you. Maybe in their heads they were just doing it. Because they didn't think that both of you were mature enough. Did you ever get told off at school? I got a detention. Oh, there's a detention. But the one that I remember... DT, Mrs... She set us homework to do for the next day. It was basically a recipe sheet for food tech. Yeah. And we had to fill in the missing words. Like, yeah. you know, it might say bake or mix these two ingredients. And we just had to fill in the gaps. And the recipe homework sheet, double-sided. Yeah. And on the second side, it only had like two sentences. I did the first side and I forgot. I, I didn't forget. I just didn't see the second side. So I'd completely finished the first side. got everything yeah. right. Second side, I hadn't done. Just, you know, easy mistake to make because there wasn't a lot anyway. Yeah. Gives me a detention for yeah. not doing those two lines. She's seen I've done everything else. Now get this. Forgets her folder at home. And she says, oh, aren't you silly? Bring it to me tomorrow. And I just... Oh. That got me really angry. And she gave me a detention for that. Oh, man. I don't think I ever had detention mm, for not doing homework bad, or anything. Man. Oh, but I still get some just... my nerves. Next question. Have you got any regrets? Uh, not doing second year further maths. Mm, I think that's where all the got... issues started. Like, before then, it was all going smooth. I remember, like, when I was in college, I think that was the point where I was like, this is the smartest I'm ever going to be. You know, like, I could feel it. Like, I was actually thinking all day. Yeah. My brain was working. I was doing Always shit. doing school stuff. I was progressing. Like, you could feel yourself just progressing every single day. Yeah. And then it was just, like, halt. Like, nothing happened for years. Like, regression, probably, more than anything. 
Maybe you should get back into maths. I mean, like, yeah, but what am I going to do with it, though? Try it. Just for your own self-development. See if you can do all your further maths stuff. <sighs> Probably. I think the only stuff I should do is I should get into statistics again. Okay. But I ain't got the time. I've got so many other books I need to read. I've got, like, a civil engineering book I need to go through, uh, building surveying, what my dad's given me. Any other regrets? Not really. Mm. In life, no. kind of regret telling those people I like that girl. I think that's a regret. I don't think you should be regretful of that. Not really. That's nice. pretty normal. Yeah. That's like everyone's done that. I don't think there's anything else I regret. I don't look back on stuff and be like, yeah, that's a... I think that not doing second year of further maths was the only point where I look back and go, that was a fork in the road. Like, life took a different turn at that point. Like, it could have been so much different that went mm. different. Besides that, I don't think there's anything... Because okay. that led to being sh- uni, basically. If I A-levels and then uni, yeah. Yeah, because uni was affected by me not doing maths. Essentially, like if I did the maths, I would have been caught up on maths, uh, engineering, and the rest of it just learning the concepts, which is mm-hmm. a lot easier. But I'm sure there's other people that didn't do further maths on your course. Yeah, but they also worked harder than me. I didn't do any work at uni, so if, uh, mm-hmm. maybe like, I don't think joining the gaming society was bad, but I think me not working was bad, like not actually timetabling or being disciplined. Mm-hmm. I don't know, my parents never taught me any discipline. Like, I only ever worked on deals, you know, like my parents would be like, if you get this grade on this, I'll get you this yeah. game. And that's the only way I did anything, or I'd revise. Or if people told me you can't do this, that's yeah. basically why I got oh, into Warwick. Oh, you do that a lot. That's the only reason I got into Warwick, because that economics teacher was like, I told him oh, I'm not going to be here tomorrow, I'm going to Warwick Uni for like a show, and he's like, hey, 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 you're never getting in there. But I've never seen him again, so it's like, mm. it doesn't matter that I got in. There's so many people I wish I could go and see again. And there's loads of people I want to see again, because now I'm twice their size. And I can... Next one, is there anything you need advice on? No. Yeah, you seem to be doing alright. If I needed advice on something, I would have already asked. Uh, I talked to you enough to... Do you want some advice uh, without asking for it? Depends what it is. Um, I think nowadays I'm not as picky about it. Like, before I'd be like, oh, someone's giving me advice, he thinks I'm sure. But now it's just Mm. like, okay, I'll judge it. you know me, innit? I'm just saying it. You don't have to do it if you don't want to, but I think it will, uh, it might help. And you've got nothing to lose if you do this. Do you want it? So, uh, no, I'm not going to listen to it. I can predict, predict what it is. I know what it is. What is it? You'd probably be like, you should stop smoking. <laughs> that was the second bit of it. If you're talking about people at secondary school, I know I was a dick at secondary school. People mm. change. You're still a dick. Don't, don't kid yourself, right? <laughs> I, I think I'm better than I was. Yeah, you're probably better sure. than you were, because you learnt like, where the limits are. But you're like, you still sort of test the limits half the time. When I try and meet women as well, I, I try and test the limits. Do you know what I mean? Kind Just of, like, but I don't want not to. Not poke fun out of them, oh, but okay. like, see what's off limits. Yeah, I don't know, because it's like, the thing is, my type of humour is like, pretty dark humour. It's out there, bro. And it's like, I just can't sit down and pull out that type of humour mm-hmm. in front of anyone. Like, <laughs> one joke they made was, you pay for my wedding. And I'm not going to pay for your wedding this day and age. I'm like, oh, you should ask him to pay for your dowry then. <laughs> See, that's a decent <laughs> joke. That's a decent joke. And they don't f***ing get it. And I was like, how? Oh, such a good joke. But I guess it's just like, what's their style? Do you want a bit of advice? Go on. Say hello to women and then not say anything after. <laughs> that sounds <laughs> just say hi and walk away that's, that's all you gotta do I've done that before that's keep doing it cringy when was the last time I remember you once it was like it was a Navarachi right and we had like our own community one and these two girls were there so they were like sitting on some stairs I just sit next to them and go hello my name's Hiran how are you oh no I just go hello and then I stop talking but I keep sitting there and I sat there for like 10 minutes oh, that's <laughs> and weird awkward shit Ever. No, that's too awkward. Yeah, I don't know what the fuck is going Did on. Did they say anything back? No, I went hello and they was like, you're right. And then they continued. Okay, like, okay, change of tactic. Don't say hello. So you're really big polar bears. Let me take those in any window. You have to say really big polar bears and they'll be like, what? And then you reply with, it's just an icebreaker. My name's Hiran. <laughs> that's pretty cringe. That's pretty good, actually. I like that. It's good, isn't it's it? funny. Yeah. <sighs> right, next one. What do you think everyone should try? What do I think everyone should try? I think everyone should try playing poker. I think trying to get good at poker is decent. Yeah, I guess I've never tried it. You should try it, man. It's good. Can you play poker without gambling? Yeah, you can play with just, like, fake chips. Okay. And you can play on poker stars, so it's, like, relatively decent players on that. Opposite of what I just asked you, 
What is something that you've never done that you always wanted to? What have I always wanted to do? Oh, well, maybe not always wanted to, but something that you do really want to do right now. Yeah, I guess the standard stuff is like get a girlfriend and all that kind of shit. But it's like, I'm not in a rush to get there. Don't rush. Because I'm not mature enough for that anyway already. Um, mm. What else is there that I want to do? What about you? While I'm thinking. I try nuts. I know I've tried them in the past, but I haven't been able to enjoy them. So if there was like a gene therapy thing... Then let's see, be not allergic to nuts. Yeah, I'd try. Because cool. I think almonds are quite crunchy, isn't it? Almonds are alright. The best nuts are pistachios, by far. They're kind of like, you know like saffron is, is a spice? You know like, you know saffron, I guess so. Yeah. It's expensive. Yeah. And it's pretty good. Like you mix it in yogurt, it's nice. Uh, yeah, I don't like it. You don't like the saffron? Oh my no, god. I know what it is. You've I, not I tried it with enough in. sugar. Dude, it, first, saffron I think is so similar to vanilla in what it does. Like, mm. they're both pretty bland and they, they are quite flavorful, like it's a distinct flavor. But I think if you're doing vanilla, saffron mm. is like the same thing. But anyway, what was my point? Yeah, it's expensive. It's a, it's a similar type of flavor, but imagine that in terms of like nuts. Like, you know peanuts, you smell them and it's like pungent. It's pistachios, they're not that pungent, they're kind of like muted, delicate flavor, or whatever they call it. But, I just but think they taste good. Yeah, they taste pretty good. They're green colored, it's like... Um, what else oh, yeah. would I do? One thing I want to do is learn boxing. I actually want to go and do like boxing. Proper sp- with yeah. gloves. Sparring. I want to try sparring. Yeah? Because I'm not... you got a good height. Yeah, that's... I've got that advantage. It's advantage, but the thing <laughs> is like, I get really scared when someone's just coming at me. Because, like, you know, I do that shit where it's like, I freeze every time. Mm. If anything's happening, I just freeze. So I need to, like, stop that. I want okay, to get rid of that. that That's good. Yeah. I want to try skydiving. I've never done that. I don't want that. Self-defense sounds fun. Because like, I kind of do get scared. Like, if I'm right. walking on the street, people scare me. So it's like... Uh, yeah. May... People scare you. I scare everyone. Though. Exactly. I, I know that one. You, just you just step up to... Walk up to people... Yeah, but I don't want to be like that scary person who's actually like the big marshmallow walking up. You know what I mean? Like if someone actually like squares up to me, I'm. I just look scary. I'm not yeah. actually scary. You know, so I want to so actually. You actually, like if the situation presented itself, you want to defend yourself. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I don't want to just get like. I, I I can't have running be my option, basically. Mm. You, know? <laughs> like, you got uh, yeah. I know what you mean. A little bit of self defense. Mm. Right then, Hiran. Um, I think that brings me to the end of the podcast. Is there anything you wanted to ask me? Hmm. Anything? Anything's on the table for you, Hiran. When you get a girlfriend, how are you gonna deal with um the doubts you'll have that they're cheating on you? Usually, I trust everyone like completely. Yeah. When I was in my first relationship, the one that you know yeah. about, yeah, I I was like, you know, you tell them everything because like, there's no point lying. If you yeah. if you do envision yourself in the future with that person and you're lying to them, then like either you're gonna have to hold up that lie for yeah. the rest, or you're gonna have to tell them the truth and then they're gonna be upset. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I just you gotta be yourself because it's too difficult to like. <laughs> lie a lot or whatever yeah. but also here's the thing mm. if you just trust them completely and then they break your trust then you know not to trust them again then you know that they're not the right person for you innit? Yeah. so this person I used to like I didn't hesitate to like give them my card to use or whatever needed to get something out of my car I'd just like give them my car keys or whatever I know that's not like proper trust trust but yeah, we did used to trust each other so it's just one of those things until you get betrayed I'm just going to trust them. And then once they do betray me, I'm going to... Sounds harsh, but I'm going to say, you know, there's uh, seven other billion people on the planet to choose from. I think... I'm sure that there is someone that trusts me as much as I trust them. Yeah. I I was thinking about it. And I'm thinking, like, it is circumstantial. Like, depends on why what's happening. You know, if I see her cheating on me and it's like, okay, I don't think I'm doing anything wrong personally within the relationship or... You know, I don't think they're doing anything that wrong. Or I, you know, this doesn't seem to be anything, but she's still going on and cheating. Then I'd be like, this doesn't make sense. I'd try to figure it out. And I'd probably come to the conclusion that, yeah, it was just never working between us anyway. Like, there was something I didn't realise that's not working. But if it's like... But it doesn't have to be you. No, but, okay, so here's the other situation. Let's see, I see she's talking to some guy, right? And it's not yeah. like... I don't read the conversation. I just confirm that she is talking to someone, right? But I also know that within the relationship that... I'm not pulling my weight or I'm not being like, you know, talking to her as much. I'm not being mm. active within it. Then I can try being active and see if that fixes the problem. 
Because it may be that she's only talking to him because I'm not there for her, you know what I mean? So I test some things out, I try to fix it, and if I see like it's still continuing, then I'll just be like, well, fuck, go get lost. You know? But what if they're just talking as friends? I'd ask them, I'd ask them about it. Mm. If I think the relationship's got to a point where it's like, yeah, this is good level, I'd ask them. I'd be mm. like, oh, what was this about? I saw it on your phone a while, and she'll be like, oh, you're looking at my phone. I was like, you left it open. It was like, I was going to look at it. Don't. Don't be so weird about Yeah, here it is. You can't look through people's phones. I mean, if she leaves it open on that page, I'm going to look through it. But if she just leaves the phone, that I'll look I mean, if, it. yeah, if I was, like, in a relationship with someone, I would expect that they don't mind you looking through their phone. Yeah. If someone asked me, they were like, can I look at your phone? Yeah. Then I would ask why. But generally, I wouldn't, I wouldn't be opposed to anyone looking at my phone. Like, yeah. if someone, if you asked me, can I use your phone? I'd just give it to you, innit? Or, like, yeah. a partner or whatever. There's like... It's only if they do betray, then you get suspicious, isn't it? Don't uh, be suspicious. Don't be suspicious. <laughs> it depends. If they start betraying me after, like, 40 years of marriage, I think at that point I'd be like, I don't even care at this point. Like, You see, this is why I think having relationships is important because, unfortunately, not in probably in my family, but also other families, you know, like, arranged marriages and that where someone's only been with one person, then after a while, they get curious. It's human nature, isn't it? You get curious as to, like, what other people would be like, how your life would be different if something else would have happened. So, like, you know, people change jobs, they change cars, they change houses just because they're curious. They might change the location that they live in. Most people get married, like, you know, about 25, 30, that sort of age. Then you've got potentially, like, 50 years left with that same person. Yeah. But you kind of want to see them change and develop and grow and not just stay static. Like, yeah, I don't think you should be good. I I don't think I want to be going into a relationship where I'm like, I want this person to stay the same for the next 40 years. Oh, no, you've got to do new stuff, innit? Yeah. Not like like that. I mean, like, I don't want them... If if I meet someone and they're like a shy person, you know, I don't want them to continue being a shy person because that's just going to become a burden at the end of the day. Very, very early on in my relationship... Like, you get nervous over the... Like, because everything's the first at that point, isn't it? Yeah. I got really nervous holding hands. I got, like... <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. It happens, Did you it? sweat? My hands yeah. sweat. Dude, if I'm holding the mouse on my computer, right, like, my mouse is wet afterwards. Usually, I don't feel sweaty. Yeah. But I could feel my heart racing. I could... Uh, I could feel the heart... Like, you know, you hear your heart beat in your head. Yeah. <laughs> It was pumping hard. Holding hands is OP. Holding hands, mate, is blasphemous. Initial physical contact. But then you get used to it. I'm still never going to forget that time after when uh, Bichari... She came to to my house, right? And then uh, she knocked on the door and I was expecting you and I was like, who are you? Are you here for my sister? And she was like, no, I'm here for you. I was like... Okay, and then she just like tries to walk into my house and give me a hug. I think I told her to do that. I yeah, like, yeah, I know. Go knock on that door. Yeah, and I just denied. I was like, "Get away from me! Who are you? Who are you, short person? Like, I ain't letting anyone near me, man." Oh, that's funny. And I actually thought about it. I just went, "It's not gonna work." I didn't see. Why it. did you think it wasn't gonna work? It was like there were some moments where it was just differing opinions, and it was like the way she sort of handled herself, and I was like, "This doesn't seem like." You know, it's compatible with Drew. Exactly. Like, when before I uh, did that job, I remember asking you guys for it, because you just for your opinion, because you need someone to give you, like, an honest opinion from the outside, innit? Yeah. Because when you're in that situation, you can't, you're not thinking straight. Mm. You're not thinking clearly, or, like, you haven't considered all the points, or maybe you've waited some points yeah, more like, than normal Because I mentioned that, have. I was like, with me influencing a decision that you're going to make, I'll influence it in a way it's going to benefit me. Right, like that's standard. Mm. You know, I mean, like I'll try to get it to benefit you as well, but mostly I'm looking out for number one over here. Four Lions was a great In movie. It, bro. They'd never be able to make that today. Same with Tropic Thunder. Have you watched Tropic Thunder? With Robert Downey Jr. Yeah, oh, was it was a good film, though. It was, it was, great. It was funny. Should have done more. Of them. Right then, anything else you want to ask me before we wrap up? Not really. No. I'm good. I think we know a lot about each other. Yeah. Did you find the point that I made about? Um, Did I find? So you know why I said like I didn't. I thought you guys were gonna have different opinions, and it's gonna be like difficult reconciling those. Did that actually happen? How accurate was I? Did we have different opinions on things that were like major things? Like you know, I could see. So 
There were one or two major things that we didn't agree on, yeah. Yeah. But there was also quite a bit that we did. But... What did you ever agree on, though? The only thing I remember, it's a bit of a confirmation bias, isn't it? Because you don't remember the stuff that you agree on. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because it's just like, yeah, we yeah, both agree, yeah, let's yeah, move on. Yeah. But the stuff you don't agree on, because we had arguments and stuff, mm. and so you remember that. What did you have arguments about, though? Because mm. I'm curious, because I'm going to, because mm. we're similar, right? We're gonna yeah. have, I'm going to have the same type of arguments later. Yeah. I'm with. So Alright. Because I guess some of them were a bit, like, um, about moving out and family and stuff. I'm not so interested in that. I'm more interested in, like, sort of any sort of political views or some sort of, you know, science or some shit like that. Did you have different opinions there? Not really. We're both pretty educated. But, yeah, like, like, so we could hold sane arguments. We could defend our points. So the, the only thing that I can think of that we really disagreed on was we were talking about marriage. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Like, you know, like, what if you did get married? What do you want it to be like? And she was like, I want it to be really small. I don't want any more than 10 people at the wedding. And like, you know, like a really sort of cheap but small wedding. She's like, yeah, save money for a house or that sort of thing. But to me, and like in my family, weddings are like big, more of big. a social thing. Yeah, isn't everyone it? just turns up and you just give food. Literally food. everyone turns up. And I didn't want to do that. I'm not going to have like a thousand people there. Yeah. One of my cousins did have a thousand people there with it, yeah. 500 each side, didn't it? Yeah, close yeah. to it. Well, it was like 400, 600. The other side was a lot bigger. Yeah. I had to cut it down and still had 600 people <laughs> on their side. But yeah, that was loads. Um, but I was thinking like, if you've got five close friends and their families, that's like 20, 30 people easily, yeah, yeah, innit, yeah, from yeah. either side. And she's like, no, I just want a really nice small wedding, really cheap. I want people there that care about me, that yeah. like want the best for you, that sort of thing. And for me, it's a happy occasion that I want to share with other people. Yeah. And she just couldn't see that. No, she's just like, nope, no big wedding, just a little wedding. But why? There's people that like us. Yeah. <laughs> they were, they're happy for us. And I want to celebrate with my friends and whatever. She's like, well, you can celebrate anytime you want. And I'm like, yeah, but... So that was something that I remember got brought up time and time again. And she wouldn't budge. It's not her fault, yeah, but I think the situation that she was put in, she had to make loads of, like, big decisions. She was the decision maker in her family. Oh. And she's the oldest sibling as well. Oh. But I mean, you're the oldest sibling as well. Yeah, I know, but... This is different for a girl older sibling. Yeah, I mean, she, she did not care of more stuff, I think. There were a few other things that she wouldn't compromise on. It was her way or no way. Yeah. Like, either she, she got her way or we didn't yeah. do it. I think that's one thing I noticed as well when we went out. It was like, either her way or it's not happening. Yeah. I don't know if I told you, but she bought a house. Yeah. Without telling me. Without mentioning anything about it. Yeah. Yeah. I like... And then actually she used it against me, but... No, I can kind of understand people not saying about it. But well, like long term, like a year into their relationship, you would. Yeah, probably at that point, you probably would. But yeah. not like, she wouldn't tell them straight away. This was like near the end of our relationship. <laughs> then she just tells you. Or she already had it for like a year or she just... No, no, no. She, she bought it. I took her because I knew she was looking at houses and stuff. So we went to look at houses together. Not for me, or like for us, yeah. but just for her. And then so... I would expect her to tell me, innit, like if she has bought a house or if she hasn't or whatever. And for like three months she didn't say anything and then she bought a house and she, she didn't tell me where it was or nothing of the sort. But she's like, yeah, paperwork's going through and whatever. Never invited me around. I said, you know, I'll help you decorate or whatever. Yeah. Like if, if you need any help with anything. She's just like, no. Yeah, I never got to that. We broke up shortly after that because it was like, you know, she she said things like, or I'm moving because of you or like for you or something. And I was like, I didn't ask you to move. Don't put this on me. Yeah, That's yeah. That's what I think. Duh, I hate people who do that. Like, yeah. I'm doing this for you. And it's like, I didn't ask you. I would prefer you did not move. <laughs> if you had asked me, I would have said, don't do it. But if you're going to say you're doing it for me, fair enough. Well, yeah, they just want some vague excuse. Mm. She was still, I remember you saying about, um, you have to choose your family or me. And it's like, what the <laughs> It's like that's a dumb ultimatum, bro. Like, but it's uh, so hypocritical. She she told me that she her family is like the most important thing. Yeah. So it's just like you need to pick. <laughs> I'm glad it ended. Let's just leave yeah, it there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like obviously for a few weeks or whatever, it's bad. And then you get over it. You're like, yeah, this is fine. Being yeah. single's not that bad anymore. I don't know. For me, I feel like my life is sort of like pulled along by a string by my parents. It's like you are going here. That's not necessarily no, a bad thing, but no, you're still... 
Like, there's people with less than us, isn't it? Like, yeah. I know we haven't got the most stuff. No, but here's the thing, right? Like, <clears throat> I could do nothing. You know what I mean? Like, I could literally sleep in my room all day and I'll still get dragged along the path I'm on. I could mm. go into other paths and I'd be fine, you know, but the thing is, there's, there's a, the safety net is not really a safety net. It's a safety rope that I just have to, like, hold on to or get tied to my foot and I'll just get carried on through my life. You know what I mean? It's different. Do you it's, feel like life's just going by and you're not in control of it? Uh, kind of, but that's also due to like lack of responsibilities that I have, and I need to work on that because I'm not very responsible. My parents know, so they don't give me any responsibilities. <laughs> mm. Oh yeah, no, but the difference is like with a safety net, you sort of stand stagnant in your life, right? But you don't move. You don't actually move. Like you have the safety net, you can't fall below this point. Mm. And I think like what I have is kind of like a safety net, but it's also like getting dragged along by my parents, where it's like that safety net's constantly rising or some. Sh- it feels different than just having a net. It's a moving net. Do you feel like you never get out of the net? No, I think I can get out of the net. Getting out of the net's fine, but I don't see a point. Like how much faster life's can I, fine without How much yeah. faster can I climb than this net catches up to me? You know mm. what I mean? Like that sort of thing. It's like I might as well just sit on the net. There's no point doing anything. Yeah. yeah that's the it's kinda like if I do nothing, nothing really changes. If I do something, it changes, but only mm, like a bit and it gets bit. a bit better. You know what that means? That means your parents have done a really good job. Yeah, they have. They've like, done too good of a job. Now yeah. It's like, I've had no struggles and I've learned nothing. Like, That's what it means. It's like, yeah, that they're doing everything I appreciate right. Like, I get it. I'm not salty that they've done this or anything like that. I'm not mm. angry about it. But also, it's just like the logical choice from all of this situation is I should just not do anything because that's the easiest way for me to get through life because I'm going to get through life either way, Mm. you know? If I do something, I'll get through life. If I don't do something, I'll still get through life. So why would I do something? Yeah, why not just sit there? Yeah, it's like... It's like when you're on a boat, there's other people and they're, they're all paddling... And then yeah, you're just yeah. like, if I don't do it, I'll still be fine. Yeah, it's like this double cycle, like those bicycles with five people pedal on it. Yeah. Like, well, if, I, if I just sort of lazily put my feet on it, it's still fine. It's yeah, I'll still get to my destination. Yeah. yeah. Okay, we need to do a proper outro. Okay, I don't know what goes into a proper outro. It's just uh, like, thanks for, thanks for being here. And I'll be like, yeah, it was a pleasure, bro. And you're like, all right, cool. See you next time. Bye. And that's literally it. Cut. Yeah, yeah, that's fine. Okay. Right then, thanks for coming and spending all this time with me because I know you've got so much other things to do. It's cool, bro. It's a pleasure. All right, cool, man. Uh, see you next time. See you when I see you, which is hopefully soon. All right, cool. See you, man. Bye. See you later, dude. Bye. Bye. Okay, stop it on three, two, one. Oh, jeez, my one. phone's locked. Wait.